Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hello! Welcome to episode 118 of Trusty Hogs. And there's no Helen Bauer in the studio, as she's told us approximately 118 times she's gone to Mexico. And we wish Mexico well. May we say that for the week? We hope they're all right. Um, in the meantime, though, boy, oh boy, do we have a special guest co-host in the studio with us. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. It's me, Uruj Ashfaq, stand-up Arud! comedian. She's back! Oh my God, I'm so excited that you're here. Genuinely thrilled that you said yes to this. You kind of had to because I um, harangued you on the street outside Soho <laughs> Theatre after your show and all five of us had come to see you. So you had to say yes because otherwise it would be rude. That's true. But also I was really flattered that you asked and I wanted to say yes. This is very nice. However, I would have done this with someone I didn't want to say yes to also. You are absolutely right. Yeah, you seem mm-hmm. polite. Yeah. But the- <laughs> But the truth is that I love you. So that was just happens to be the case. Yeah, nice. Hey, oh my gosh, we loved your show so much. Oh, yay. Okay, I'm glad. Thank you so much for to all five of you for coming. We wouldn't have admitted to being there afterwards if we didn't love it. We loved it. Um, I've forgotten to do all of the admin of the show. It's episode 118. The podcast is Trusty Hogs, usually hosted by Helen Barron myself, but today by the wonderful Aruj and I. And we are going to tell you about our frankly perfect lives. um, And then we're going to help sort of solve the problems of yours and um, with our wonderful guest Brona C. Titley. Yes, Brona is an actual name. Welcome to Ireland and India. We're doing it. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't and that's your problem. They'll have guests and Andrew White on the tech. The trusty hogs, trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Hello, here's I my question. Sorry, I believe it's the Brona part you're explaining because it was the titty oh, you think part. it's the titty part? <laughs> it was the titty part. <laughs> well, you can say that to her face later on. Oh, no, <laughs> to her tits. <laughs> you, get, you better say it to her tits, and they're impressive. Um, yeah, very exciting. Something to look forward to. Um, hey, tell me about your morning. You just you seem a little um, full. Yes, I am actually. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed (laughs) (laughs) I struggling to breathe a little like up to the gills what's going on what happened I had a scone okay um, and it was so delicious and then I had a bunch of clotted cream left because they never proportionate those things right no you're right I was like I don't want to waste clotted cream so I just what are you some sort of animal like I sat there and I ate all the clotted with a spoon with a spoon and now I feel (sighs) sick that sounds amazing though although like that's going to give you like a sort of tacky mouth that's full I do that's why I have this glass of water here because it's giving me like a dry mouth (laughs) here's my um, question do you know that scones are quite contentious in this country why are they contentious? British people are obsessed with it. They're obsessed with which order you put jam and cream on. Mm. Did you not know this? 
I heard about this briefly at the fringe. It's like, wow. Yeah, it's a national debate. It's uh, it's ongoing. Um, national treasures have weighed in and often had their treasury revoked. Um, is that how you say that? I'm not sure. But <laughs> I know that Don French was in hot water because she was doing it the wrong way around or the right way around. I'm not taking a stance. Oh. But did you have jam? I had jam and cream. Okay, so my question is, intuitively, without knowing what all of the arguments, which did you put on the scone first? Cream. You went cream and then jam on top? Yeah. Oh my God, you're a maniac. <laughs> you're a maniac. I went cream Whoa, first. Whoa, M is with you, Andrew's with me. This is the divide. Because the jam, it's obviously jam first. The jam spreads and the cream dollops. Exactly. You know, it makes like, no sense yeah. to go the other way. Thank you, Andrew. I wasn't going to take a stance. I was going to keep my opinion private, but as soon as you said the wrong answer, I was like, well, you're a maniac. That's who I'm dealing with. I didn't know I didn't, who I'd invited in. How is... so? Okay, so is the majority on jam first, cream first, uh, later? There is no majority. That's the problem, Arush. <gasps> That's the problem with this country. They cannot get it together. Oh, my God. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I agree. I think jam spreads and is stickier and the cream stays on more easily whereas the jam mm. goes everywhere if you put it on top. Yeah. Actually, I that's why I so I put the cream first because that's the flavor I want predominantly and then I decide proportionate to that how much jam I want, right? Right, exactly. Em is nodding along vociferously and taking your side. The cream is like as thick as butter. If it's clotted cream, it spreads like butter kind of. So it's not like, you know. Wait, but like, aren't we putting yeah. butter on as well? Well, sure, but then cream on top. Yeah. Whoa, I never thought I'd disagree with you so early in the show. <laughs> huh, I guess we're enemies now. That's crazy. <laughs> now you don't well, miss Helen anymore. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. She still needs her holiday and we're all glad for it. Hi, <laughs> Helen. Hope you're having a great time. I wonder, Helen could be the, the casting vote. <gasps> Shall I voice note her? Yeah, we can, we can ask her for her. Let me find out. I think that's the, important to actually settle this because we won't tell her whose opinion is who. Yeah. Hi, Helen. I hope you're not asleep in Mexico. You might be, and then you might not reply to this during the podcast. But if you're awake, um, Aruj and I have had our first fight. It's <laughs> over whether or not you put jam or cream on a scone first. Let us know what you're, um, what you're doing, because then probably not doing it in Mexico, but let me know, um, and then that will decide. Bye. Okay, so you had a scone. It's you 5 a.m. in Mexico. Thank you for Googling. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, is it? She might be awake. Probably not. She's probably on London time. Maybe. Mm. How many days has she been there? Oh, well, if she's flying back soon, she'll be awake for 48 hours solid, remember? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do you know this? So she was going to Mexico, and her logic was to get around jet lag and to sleep on the plane. She stayed awake for three days. What? I know. It makes no sense. And so that when she lands, she's on Mexican time? Yeah, and crazy, I guess. <laughs> I guess. And also, so she sleeps through the flight? Like, I don't know. It's a mad call. So I imagine she was deranged for the first four days. That sounds insane. And then slept and then was still deranged, but for different reasons. We love you, Helen. Miss you. <laughs> okay, so how long have you been in London, please? Um, it's been, this is my second week. Okay, are you on London time yet? Uh, yes, I love being on London time. Why? Because the thing is, when I come from India, I wake up at 7 a.m. here because they're five and a half hours ahead. Oh my God. Wait, what time are you waking up at home? Uh, one. <laughs> are you okay? You it's, sound depressed. It's, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were getting all that therapy. Yeah, but you know, uh, I've had some life changes recently. And what so, are they? Oh, Dare I, I ask? Can't say it on the podcast. Okay, fine. <laughs> They are private life changes. Sorry, guys. I'm having private life changes. Good for you. Keep them private. Honestly, that's a whole new world for us on this podcast. I've never had somebody who doesn't want to say, who doesn't open with the private stuff. 
Um, that's fair, but okay. So you're you're back to waking up at seven a.m. here. I'm back to waking up at seven a.m. here, and I feel so good about myself. I feel like a fresh little daisy every morning. That's so sweet. And you're like posting by going to the gym on Instagram. That's right, because I wake up at seven a.m. I have nothing to do except spend time <laughs> with my thoughts. <laughs> so get yourself to that gym. What that's gym are you going to while you're here? Actually, I so, okay. So the day I landed, mm. I landed at like twelve p.m. I got to my Airbnb at 2 p.m. I had a show at 7.30. I, I don't know why my Airbnb was so bad, but it had it was really dirty, which is totally fine in retrospect. No, it's not. It had no heating. What? Unacceptable. The heating was not working. It, it has was, to at least be warm and filthy. It was zero degrees. You're paying for this place? No, I, I left it. So I packed good. my shit again. Okay, I, good. I barely unpacked. Good. But I packed it all up. I went to Soho Theatre. I did my show and then I booked myself into a hotel for a week. Good for you. And that's when I went to the gym. Nice. You went to a hotel gym. A hotel that's very gym. exciting. Was there anybody in it? Nope. There never is. There never is. It's so good. It's so good. People are, yes, are just like having sex. But yeah. for the rest of us, there's the gym. <laughs> and we're fine. We're happy. We're well. No further questions. Um, <laughs> and so you're staying in a hotel in a foreign country. Did you um, end up in a stairwell pissing at any point? No. Oh, my God. Uh, that's so weird. Please elaborate. Oh, you haven't heard this? No. Oh, my God. You have to be the only person who doesn't know this. Helen went to Australia and woke up um, from sleepwalking pissing in a stairwell without any clothes on didn't have her key to her room and had to essentially go back on out via sort of fire exit onto a main road in Sydney circle her way round naked to get a teen who worked at the hotel to come and let her back into her room is that the appropriate succinct version of that story has that not happened to you <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah yeah. What is Helen doing in Mexico right now, I wonder? I wonder. I guess it's 5 a.m. Why she really could be. Wake up, Helen! Wake up! If you're listening to this, wake up! Pay attention! Wake up! I tried to get her to wear like one of those bun bags when she sleeps, but she won't do it. That's so cute. She won't do it. It's sad. I am... Um, the part I'm, about convincing the teen while you're naked to let you in is a really... How did she convince him that she stays in there? He knew? I think she'd come from the hallway. Okay. So you kind of have to assume... You have to hope that that woman hasn't broken in another way, I guess. Correct. Um, Correct. Also, I think in order to argue with her, he would have had to look directly at her and he didn't, he didn't sound like the type. So. <laughs> oh, okay. He was, a, he was a good kid. He was, he like, was a scared kid. Okay. He, was, he was definitely a scared kid. He was a scared Australian boy. <laughs> hey, I'm really proud of you because since we spoke last, you've bought yourself a bloody coat. Yes. Uh, I was freezing the day I, I came. I know. You were so cold and you looked like a tourist. And now you look like a Londoner. Thank you so much. I went to You have a coat. Uniqlo, good, good, good. And I got good, good. the thermals and I got the big coat. Well and done. now I feel good because I, you're right, I did look like a dumb tourist wearing a... You just look like a cold tourist. I was so cold. I'm proud of you for getting a coat. And so where are you going on tour? Uh, I'm going to uh, Leicester, Leeds, Coventry, Birmingham, Manchester, all of those places. Have you been to any of them before? No, never. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I'm glad you got a coat. Um, okay, I, I got a scarf also. Okay, good. Because it's only going to get colder, my friend. Right? That's all up north, right? Yeah, that's... Well, Midlands and then north you're going. Is that right, Andrew? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get my. Uh, I have, a, I have a beanie. I have gloves. I have a scarf. You're good to go, my friend. You're yeah. gonna be fine. How are you finding British food? Uh, it's fine this time around. Actually, I think like last time around, I was like, that's just too much bread. Yeah, but now I've started eating salad as well. Whoa, the gym and the salad. Is everything okay at home? <coughs> <laughs> no, two, two personal <laughs> questions. I'm so sorry. That's No, salad's nice. I'm you're probably... Girl, your podcast. 
<laughs> no, no, everything's fine. I just want right. to be really sexy. Good um, for you. Do it. I'm really working on being. So the next time you see me, I'm gonna be so hot. Whoa! Um, so like overheated or from the salads? From the salads. Wow! Inside out. That's really <laughs> impressive. Um, here's my question: If you have you had Indian food here yet? Uh, yes, it's pretty good. Okay, good. Yeah. I think it'll be better when you go to Leicester and. Are you going Birmingham? Yes. Yeah, Manchester? Yes. Yeah, I think it's only going to get better. Okay, because there's, I heard about like, because there's a lot of community there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> and I guess they have like something called the Balti Curry. Someone was telling me about it in uh, Birmingham. I don't know. So they were like, you should try it. It was invented there. Inve- and I say invented with like air quotes. In air quotes, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say we've reached the limits of my knowledge on Indian cuisine in um, Birmingham here. We stop here. <laughs> this is my ceiling. Um, <laughs> but I think that's probably true. It's probably true. Um, Maybe message us if you or tweet us if you have places that Arun should eat. Um, but not, may I say, not if you're a white lady. All the best. Nope, don't tweet <laughs> us. Uh, I think that's a no. Um, and so what do you miss from home? Um, nothing because I know I'm going to go back in a month so I'm really oh, fine. I miss my cat though I miss her so much I can't relate to that oh, you... I'm not a cat person I'm really sorry are you a dog person? yeah I love dogs also okay fine do you have one? no Oh, I have a little cat okay you want to see her? I guess so <laughs> you're she's now Okay, she's kind of cute. She's got a Jill Ginger head, and I like that. She's so cute. She's gorgeous, Catherine. She is beautiful. She's like actually kind of a model cat. Right? She's gorgeous. All the boy cats want her. Oh, really? Is she eating salads and going Uh, to the gym? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. She really struts like a model. She's gorgeous. She She is. is. What's her name? Sarah. Sarah. Okay, great. Yeah, okay, that's great. Her name. And you just have one cat? I just have the one cat. Actually, she's an indoor outdoor cat. Uh basically in my Isn't that just a <laughs> Isn't that just a cat? No. So really? We have, we have cats in Mumbai that people don't let out. Like it just, they just stay in the house. Yeah, we have indoor cats, which I always feel sorry for. Yeah. But indoor outdoor, that's like standard, right? I mean, so I mean, she chose me. She showed up outside my house one day. You stole this cat? I mean, she's just a street cat. And she showed up outside my house. I live on the fourth floor. So in so Hang ha- on. I need you to start the story at the very okay. beginning. You live on the fourth floor. Yes. A cat shows up at your door? Yep. She was sitting on my shoe rack outside my house. Hang on. How did she get to the fourth floor? She climbed up the stairs. What? She ca- She climbed up... The so, indoor stairs? Yes, because we don't have so we don't have these uh, uh, doors like you guys do, right? To our buildings. Basically, what we doors have- aren't an English invention. <laughs> you can't say that. Like we don't have these fancy doors <laughs> that you guys have. You've got doors. I mean, we have doors, but okay. So the thing is, the building doesn't have like a locked door. No. It doesn't have a door at all because we have three or four buildings together that are gated. And that's okay. called a society. So I live in a society where there are four buildings and the whole society has a perimeter around it, which is I a gate. so many questions. And so the building is basically, it's open. Like you walk in, you there's no gate or anything. It's just an open structure. Okay. You can access the steps because the watchman stops you and then he checks who's coming in and everything. He didn't stop this cat. The cat actually was born in the building. What? Yeah, she's been living there the whole time. There's a bunch of cats that the society takes care of. There's like six to seven and they just hang out in the society. But they're all outdoor cats? They're all outdoor cats. But then there are people in the society who are cat lovers or animal lovers. So they like put food out for them. But this gal. Yeah. She, you know, she 
she walked up to my house and she yeah. sat on the shurak and I was like, who's this sexy bitch? Yeah, and obviously like, you were turned on by the cat. Like, That's oh. what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come here to me and show me a bum. <laughs> just grabbed her squishy bum yeah. and then I was like and then she would come back every day because I gave her wet food you gave her wet food instead of dry food hang on a second wait a second so what you're telling me is there were community cats mm-hmm. in this four building block that you have named a society which yes. feels um, post-apocalyptic <laughs> and the cats were for everyone yep and you decided nope this cat's for me. This one is just mine. Wow, you're a capitalist amidst a socialist experiment. <laughs> yes. You seized a cat for yourself. I took her for myself. Does everyone know you stole a cat? Yeah, they know she's my cat. So if she's wandering downstairs and something's wrong with her, they call me. So I go down and I get her. Because, you know. Is she a sickly cat? No, no, no. Okay. Sometimes, but she, she gets into a lot of fights. She's a feisty cat. Oh, nice. Because all the boys want her. Okay, so. fair enough. Assert your boundaries, Sarah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so you stole a cat from the common good. Yes. Um, and I respect the hell out of that. That's really reasonable. <laughs> That's fair. Is it just you and the cat that live together? Yep, it's just me and my cat. It's it's much, it's much more fun than it sounds like. I hope so. Um, <laughs> but she chose me. She chose me. She chose me. She loves me. <laughs> I live for her. That's so nice. Who's taking care of her? Uh, my friend Andrew is staying in my house with her for the month that I'm away. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Andrew. Shout out to Indian Andrew. <laughs> oh, Andrew, do you know the other Andrew? I, I don't know. Oh. We don't all know each other. We're not like in a big Andrew group chat. That's so weird. Yeah. Although I'm in a big group chat of other people called Andrew White. What? There was, um, there what? was like... Huh? <laughs> There was a trend a while ago where you find somebody with your same name and you just make a big group chat of them. So I'm in a group chat of loads of Andrew Whites. You actually did that? I didn't do it. Somebody else did it. I was added into it. How many are there? Like how many participants in this group? I think there was like 80 something. Whoa. That was a lot. Yeah, including a, a famous Andrew White, the Bishop of Baghdad. The um, yeah. Excuse me? He's like a famous clergyman and he was the bishop in, in Baghdad for a while. And he writes books and stuff. There are bishops in Baghdad? I think I think he's not the official bishop of Baghdad. He's just like a minister who is out there and he got the nickname Bishop of Baghdad. Sorry, let me rephrase. There are Christians in Baghdad? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, there are people with the surname White in Baghdad? <laughs> no, Whoa. I think he is English. He was just stationed out there, yeah. Wow. And you guys, what do you guys talk about? Um, oh, it's, dead. it's not. It's not been messaged in, in six years. But, what um, did you originally talk about? Uh, <laughs> the bishop of Baghdad sent a picture of his new grandchild. Um, what? How does yeah. a bishop have a grandchild? Um, the I, math I, are wrong on that. I, he's not a proper bishop. I think that was just his nickname. I, oh, there are some who can still, you know, have families, right? Only if they're Church of England. Is he Church of England? Uh, I assume so. Yeah. Hmm. How many Catherine Bohards do you think there are? I'd say no, none. I'd say none. I'd <laughs> say none. <laughs> I'd say just me because it's a made-up name. Um, oh my gosh! So do I. You, sorry. Go on. Yes, please tell me. I was just going to say that your show was so reminiscent of Ireland in the 1990s to me. Really? Well, because it was like the sin of divorce, opening gambit. I was like, yes, I relate to this so hard. Yes. And then watching you interact with inter-religious. Marriages and couples was so fascinating. You approach it like most of Irish like grandmothers would, which is like, oh right, same house. God, what your parents think of that? I was like, (laughs) what is this this level of disapproval? Is one I've seen before. (laughs) Is it really that big a deal? Uh, for like to, to get married across religions? Mm -hmm. Oh yes, in India it still Mm. is. In India actually, it's like a. 
it's kind of a political uh, vote bank thing also where um, one of the things that people do is obviously we use the religion and politics are really disgustingly intertwined yep um so when they so are, far so irish go on yeah and you know so like so when hindus and muslims get married mm. it's actually a political issue there's something that they call love jihad do you know what love Excuse jihad is me no but it sounds like a channel 5 documentary and i would watch <laughs> basically love jihad sometimes so sometimes this happens where um i guess people who are involved in terrorist activities uh, sort of you know it's like a they i guess they are the honey pots i have although i don't know how they're attractive at all but women of different religions fall in love with them and then they come over to their homes and then they're like what do you say uh, they get married and then they are um, converted to islam and everything and then sometimes you know those women who go to like isis territories and stuff yeah. because but so in india what happens is everyone is just indian and then they happen to be muslim or hindu and then sometimes they fall in love with each other and get married okay but the political narrative is from hindu politicians is that these muslims are doing love jihad so what they're doing is what well, so they're genuinely getting women by by one 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 at a time one by at making a time. them fall in love with them yep and then loving them forever in marriage and i was like that sounds fine <laughs> It, that's your big long-term plan. Make them fall in love with this each one at a time. Yep. We'll get them. We'll get them. And that's so funny. So the opposite of that is called ghar vapsi where if a Hindu uh, man marries a Muslim woman, which means return to home because what they believe is that we were all Hindus to begin with. So they're capturing them back. So it's like you come back home. Oh my god. And it's insane like people Is like, anyone keeping score? I mean, I'd love if there was a scoreboard in a like in a square. <laughs> we got one. Yikes! We got two. Actually, the Muslim men would get four at a time. So you can say that, and I can laugh quietly. Um, <laughs> and those are the rules. May I say? Let's just be clear. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and so, when you were doing your show, I felt like. loads you did something that i always try to do but um ultimately not enough irish people speak irish for it which is um you got to tell jokes in a different language as a secret from the white people Aww. and um my brother and i speak irish to each other on the tube um but the problem with being irish in london is that um almost everyone around you on the tube is sometimes often irish so you'll be like we can bitch about these people in irish and then somebody else will be like what the fuck did you just say in oh irish you're like God. nothing i we're just practicing we're american <laughs> huh No, what? We, it was it was Scottish, Scots Gaelic, huh? What are you saying, y'all? We were just coughing. Don't worry about it. Um, whereas you guys got to have secrets. It was very. Is that does that feel like a superpower when you're here? It's pretty fun because I just I like seeing the faces of people who are not Indian. Yeah. That includes white people or any other like yeah. you know like maybe um Southeast Asians or also but it's like I it just they feel so excluded suddenly yeah. and then I'm just like ha ha <laughs> it's a very joyful thing to catch yeah. yourself in because you're like hey wait up no I guess that's fair. <laughs> you're like hey what No, Can all right. Can you speak in Irish, right? I've never. Come on, I'm conscious. Welcome, Walter Geary. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If you want, but also, I'm sure Brona. Brona has an Irish name. I'm sure she's able to speak Osquelga. Yeah. No, she. I. She's. She is Irish, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But not every Irish person can speak. Oh. So when we were raised. Um, when we were going to school, it was compulsory. It's no longer compulsory to learn Irish. So, uh, is it that your parents also spoke to you in Irish at home, so you were able to? No, it oh. was only that it was. Um, some families do that, but mostly it's like it was compulsory age five to eighteen when I was learning it. But it's no longer the case. Um, so yeah, but there are small patches of Ireland that operate all through. 
Irish. Wow. But they're very, very tiny. There's like 80,000, maybe less now. But it's nice to know in if you know, I mean, it's just nice to know multiple languages because you feel cool. So I guess it's fun. It yeah. is cool. I think it's um a little less cool when no one speaks the, the one that you speak. Because <laughs> then you actually just feel crazy in multiple languages. You're like... Oh, I'm alone. I can be alone in any dialect. Gorgeous. Um, so that's a little isolating. Um, how was your week? Sorry, no. No, sorry. go on. I love that. That's how such a nice question. How was your week? My week was fine. I will say I have a cold and that I am um, like a man when it comes to being sick. I ve- feel very sorry for myself. Um, I Do you have this concept of man flu in India? Uh, when uh, boys feel like they need the help from everybody when yeah. they're sick? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Is that? Uh, and they're big babies about it? Yeah. And they have low pain tolerance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like I said, I am. Um, I don't know if, I'm, if I've observed this, but I'm wearing my pajamas outside today. Oh, my God. I thought this was a look. Mm. It looks really good. Thank you for saying that. that that's kind of you. Um, Helen would have immediately been like, oh, is that, are you having a breakdown? And um, so it's really generous <laughs> for you not to have mentioned that I was wearing pajamas outside. I uh, Listen, it's a choice. Certainly, it's a choice. And I do think you can rock it as a look. I really think it looks good. Is it? Am I doing that today? Or am I a woman with um, her period and a cold? Probably oh no, that one. Oh, that's too much. Thank you. At I the, agree. You're just at the same time. Isn't it crazy? Oh. Don't you often find that happens though that you get sick when you have your period? Yeah. It's not very fair. I'm sick. You're sick from your period. That's what it is. Oh my God, do you think? Sick from being a woman. Sick of being, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. And so um, that's what's happening for me. But the answer okay. to your question is, how is my week? Well, I did a an Amazon show. Ooh. So I went to the premiere of that on Thursday in Ireland. And have you ever had to watch yourself in front of people? Yes, once mm. or twice. Oh my God. Okay. I've never been to a premiere before. So I've never been on a red carpet before. I've never... You basically go in and they play two episodes of a show that you're in and while your family sit there, while the cast sits there, no one's seen it, while the press sit there. And then you just have to, and a lot of like teenage influencers are there oh. and they have to keep <laughs> being reminded to put their phones away. <laughs> and you're like, do we want them to influence people or not? But so we sat there and had to watch it and I just like had my, honestly like was trying not to keep my hands over my eyes the whole time. It's so uncomfortable. But the, the show is, I don't know if there's been an Indian version they're doing like loads of iterations of it. Basically, there's a Canadian one, a Swedish one, an Australian one, but you put 10 comedians in a room and you're not allowed to laugh or smile. I know this one. Okay, it's, yeah. Is it called LOL? Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. Okay, so I did the Irish one. That's so fun. But it becomes like, I think, very readily apparent that I'm a woman having a breakdown. <laughs> because, so I blacked it out. As soon as it was over, I like completely forgot what happened. I do remember saying the words, I have OCD. So like, I'm, I love things to be clean and orderly. Yeah. And, and that's just my f- type of OCD. But I remember saying the words, should we all clean up for a laugh? <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be so funny if we hoovered? Um, that's where I was mentally. Wow. And so I was watching it back. Everyone was like, ha ha. And I was like, oh, I look like there's a there's a sort of um, a panic in my eyes that is very. So that was my week was watching that and then sort of reliving it. Um, but it's out on Friday and I'm excited to see that's the rest amazing. of my breakdown pan out. I'm going to see it. How many episodes? How many episodes? Six episodes. Six episodes. So six, six episodes. breakdowns. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm wearing a three piece suit for the whole thing. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. What so color was it? Oh, gray. It's gray. It's gray? Okay, that's... Oh, it would look really nice it's with your nice. hair. It's nice. So there is at least that to distract from the breakdown. Yeah. But it's also... Um, yeah. I, listen, have a watch. Let me, have tweet a watch. me if you like it. Um, don't Please don't tweet me if you don't. 
Yeah. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Um, I'm also, my other big thing in my week is that I'm watching The Traders. Do you watch The Traders? No, is this a, I've seen some advertisements oh for this. Oh my God, it's so good. Ooh. Have you ever played Mafia? Yes. It's Mafia, but it's in a television show. It's so good. It sounds bad, but it's incredible. Where can I watch this? BBC. BBC. Okay. Um, it's so phenomenal. I... If you watch the first six episodes before Monday, you can come to my house for episodes seven to nine on Monday. Because um, we watch it as a group and we watch them in bundles, um, which is wow. very hard because all of this freaking country wants to give me a spoiler, but I'm trying not to. So is it the big show that everybody's watching right now? It's the big show that everybody's okay. watching right now. Are you guys watching? Okay. It is a big show that everybody is watching right now, Aruj. I'm telling you. I promise you. It's I mean, so exciting. I want to be part of London culture for this okay, one month. Okay, well, London culture means staying inside and watching six episodes on your laptop alone. That's okay. Awesome. Okay, please. And thinking of your cat, obviously. <laughs> um, it's amazing. And that has basically made my week. Isn't that very dull? It sounds fantastic. Oh, and I'm going to... You went to a premiere. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is true. It was cool. And also they did like Irish catering for the premiere. So they had um, uh, crisp sandwiches and sausage nice. rolls. I love and sausage rolls. Do you love sausage I rolls? I really love sausage These rolls. These were vegan sausage rolls and they were pretty good. Okay, that's really nice. Do you eat meat? Yes, uh, but I've, I've stopped eating lamb and pork. Okay. Because I just... So Are you going to work on like the bigger animals first yes. and then go get great? Yeah. I want to stop. Still eating... Or do you eat meat? Do you eat beef? Uh, no. no, I mean, I, 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 of course, I, I, no, that's the Hindus. They don't eat beef. Fine. But I mean, I used to, but uh, I've stopped eating it for a long time now because in a lot of places in India, it's banned. Okay, Because really? they believe it's their mother and they like worship the cow, right? So, but you really are working from biggest animal down. Yes. So. Okay, great. What will be the last one you have left? Uh, probably a shrimp. A shrimp. Do you eat rabbit? <laughs> no, I've never tried rabbit. Okay. Well, then that's good not to have to cut it out. Don't start yeah. now just to add in a different meat. That would yeah, be great. No. If you were like, mm, I'm going to have to go to the eat the smaller ones. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, I wouldn't advocate. Has anyone had rabbit? Is it nice? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, quite, it's quite nice. Gross. Mm. Good in a pate. You guys haven't watched Traders, but you've eaten <laughs> rabbit pate? <laughs> <laughs> this country's fucked, man. <laughs> Don't take, don't, this is not good advice. That's not London culture, okay? <laughs> I need you to watch Traders and not have any rabbit pate. <laughs> Andrew's not a good metric. That's deranged. That's wild. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you not eat meat? No. Oh. No. So how long have you not eaten meat for or like since? Since 2012. So you've been a vegetarian or vegan? Vegetarian from 2012 and then I went vegan for three years and then... During lockdown, I started to eat fish again, which I don't feel good about. It's okay. So I'm sort of um, petering that out again. Fish is fine. Fish is like, you know, like it's like if you're addicted to heroin, then it's like you had a joint, you know, like, like it's okay. Whoa, yeah, I guess I do get pretty giggly after fish. That yeah. makes sense. And hungry still. <laughs> so maybe that makes sense. That makes sense. It's like, I feel bad for fish, but not as bad as I would. For you know, maybe spoken like a true cat owner. Yeah, mm, <laughs> I'm I don't. Whatever. No, I do feel bad, and I actually I'm trying to cut it down. And it's only ever meat eaters who are like fish are fine. Yeah, vegetarians are like, okay, mm. mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you could cut that out. Um, wow, what a thing to compare meat eating to heroin when you eat meat. Yeah, fascinating, <laughs> interesting, something to think about. 
<laughs> but uh, wait, but your salads are all vegetarian. Yes, yes. Uh, no, I mean they have chicken or like prawn in them or like some. Well, I love that you just said yes, yes. They're all vegetarian. I mean chicken or prawn. You, you really sound like an Irish grandmother. When I went vegetarian, my parents were like, "But still ham, right?" And I was like, "What? Yeah. No, not ham." But like uh, prawn or uh, you know chicken is basically it's like a vegetable. If you really is think it? About. <laughs> if I really think about it, talk me through that. <laughs> Maybe don't really think about it. Okay, uh, <laughs> if you brush over it really quickly, it sure as heck can be. It's fine. It's fine. Am I like an Irish grandmother? You genuinely are. It's wild to be like. Mm, Prawns and chicken are vegetables and mixed marriages are wrong. Um, (laughs) But don't think about it. Everything's fine. And favorite thing about London? Uh, Favorite thing about London? I mean, okay, this is going to sound so lame, but I love the tube. What? I love to ride the tube. You love to ride the tube? I like to be in the tube all day long. (laughs) Whoa. That is such a wild choice. I will tell you why. Please, you'll have to. (laughs) It'd be terrible, Chad, if you didn't. And also, may I say, inexplicable. Go on, try. (laughs) Basically, public transportation in India is overcrowded or badly maintained. So far, so tube. But no, no, you have no idea. Once you come, once you come over to Mumbai, I will take you in a bus and in the train, and then you will step into the tube and you'll be like, oh, "What is this luxurious limo provided really? to me by the government?" It's that bad. It's because there's too many people, you know, and it's okay. not like it's nobody's fault except the government's. It's always the government's fault. Okay. In the sense that they don't make it more efficient, they don't make sure they maintain the standards, okay. you know, and they just like you know people have to adjust because they have no other choice. But so. you like the tube more than say like walking in a park oh but I haven't been able to walk in a park this time like yeah. I have it's so cold oh come on it's a positively mild winter it's really you haven't done a Hyde Park with a hot chocolate no that's nice you okay. should do that I'll do that Okay. be brave maybe I'll do that after the podcast you should no because that sounds like you're going to do it by yourself and that's so sad let's do it together at a range okay. time alright <laughs> I can't take any more of your sad stories like your favourite thing about London is the tube and the only I- thing you miss is your cat <laughs> please don't go for a walk alone I'll worry about you I have so many more sad stories for you <laughs> this is just the beginning <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, so, okay. So, tube, you like about the tube what? The space? The space. Um, the fact that it's uh, not sweaty in there. And how convenient it is. And how it gets me everywhere I want to go without, you know. You should be a TFL advert. This is amazing. Really? Yeah. I've never heard anyone speak with this level of enthusiasm about the tube. The tube is, you should talk to more people who shifted here from India. They love the tube. They're like, we're going to take the tube. And I'm like, oh my God, the tube. Like a day trip. Yeah. Just That's so fun. Oh my God, the tube. We're spoiling ourselves. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's so fun. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hi, I'm Catherine Bohart and I'm going to the Soho Theatre in London for two weeks in March. Now, wouldn't it be convenient if they were back to back and I could just tell you the dates? Of course it would. They're not. The first one begins the week commencing the 4th of March and the second one, after a week's break, begins the week commencing the 18th of March. So, early March, late March, where will I be? Soho Theatre, my loves. And I'd love to see you there. Um, the tickets I haven't sold necessarily as fast as I'd like them to. But listen, there are some available. And I'll be there doing my goddamn best with my new show. I'm de- That's the debut of my new show. So please come. I'd be thrilled to have you in the audience. The show is called Again With Feelings. And the earlier you buy your tickets at Soho, uh, the less expensive they are. Thank you so much. It's me, Helen Bauer from Disney Hawks. <laughs> want to say I'm doing my show one last time in the UK at the Earth in Hackney in London on March 2nd it's a double bill with Olga Cock you can see both of us you can see one of us come for the whole night you've got like a little break in between us to go get some food it's going to be magical it's going to be sexy and I'd love to see you there thank you Rona C. Titley, everybody! Hog, 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 hog. I'm gonna hog. You know I love to hog. I know you love to hog. Let's it's all so hog ex- together. It's so exciting to have you here. Thank By you. the way, you are compensating for, and I hope I you don't mind me speaking on our behalf, for mm. a lack of breasts in yes. Helen's absence. Do you know, they do say about me that I bring a multitude of breasts to the room. You really do. They kind of enter the room before me, actually. Speaking as of, it we, happens. we actually Thank have you, discussed them before you got here. I was okay, like, so in more ways than one. Well, because yep. I was like, oh, yeah, just so you know, Brona is Brona's name, because I know it's an Irish one. And yeah. Rude was like, you think that is the part of the name I was struggling with? Yes. Oh, yeah, because my surname has the word tit in it. Yes, I don't know if yes. you noticed that. And tit is another word for... Breast. Uh, birds. <laughs> for a <boobies>. little bird. <laughs> <laughs> but, thanks, but, but I noticed that my surname had the word tit in it because um, loads of people pointed it out my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it was just like a really good way of like, from like... Like four on, I would say. Like really smart boys in the playground. Wow, like they're astute really lads. Oh my God. Thinkers, thinkers. Right from the start. And every time I would go, what? But isn't it fortunate that it turns out you have amazing boobs? Yes, yeah. yes. Really that's why I got up. them. Because I, I mean, yeah. if you didn't, if you were like a flat chested titly, there's yeah. got to be some flat chested My titly. brothers. Yeah. Oh, those poor God. guys. Oh, poor guys. <laughs> poor guys. That's yeah. going to be a tough existence. No, they are God, amazing. I'm so glad that I brought them today. Oh, Imagine dear. if I had like worn a turtleneck, you would both be. I mean, I'd have been like, be who is it? Hello, are you lost, ma'am? <laughs> I, um, I should say, by the way, that. Um, the reason I, I mean, I've always, I mean, I've been aware of your boobs, sure. They Thank play you. a bigger part in my life now, Arouge, because mm-hmm. um, my girlfriend has met um, Rona. Oh. And my sweet girlfriend struggles to maintain eye contact with you outside, <laughs> oh. are you? I she do loves love them. Ellen, but I do have to say, I'm up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. She no. loves you so much. But I, I love her so much. And I do think most of it's the boobs, but also some of it's your personality. Thank you so oh. much. Okay, I'm actually fine with that if it's like an 80-20 split. I don't blame her. Our breasts are divine. Yeah, I like you They're so much. Wonderful. We are best friends. And thank you for saying I was the most beautiful Irish woman you'd ever met. So. Yes. <laughs> and I'm and I'm and I meant it. That was such a nice thing to say. <laughs> 
you flirt. Damn it. Damn it. Oh my God. Just saying she just was kidding. I didn't mean to come on your podcast, which I love, adore and respect and then immediately like gaslight you. I didn't mean to do that. Well, no, it's fine. Like I said, Helen's away. Somebody's got to do it. It's important to have you here. It's nice. I miss it's Helen. Helen's great. We miss Helen. She um, She's in Mexico. She stayed up for three days before she went because she thought that would help her sleep on the flight. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah, so I feel like are... Helen has such a unique perspective on the world that we yes. could all learn from it by not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Good, I won't. Good, I won't. I won't, I won't. Yeah, so she's in Mexico and oh, we... Like is she living her best life? Yes. I think we'd say Mexico now. And oh. no doubt she will when she gets back <laughs> and that will be a shame. Um, I'm, I'm, I approve it. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> and you're Mexico. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Thank you for saying I was the funniest Irish woman you ever met. That was so kind of you. little piece of shit. God damn it. By the way, Aruj is more Irish than both of us. She's like Irish granny qualities. Oh, Um, amazing. She's considering dating women because she finds men difficult. She um, struggles with uh, inter-religious marriages. And um, she reads um, vampire novels for the smut. Oh wow, that was a really good like summary of who a rouge is. <laughs> the second the second point is a, is not accurate. No, it's not. It's not at all. I just went, I should say I need to stop reiterating that actually. Um, I went to Are you do you actually have an Irish grandmother or just have an Irish grandmother vibes? No, I feel like I'm just, just the vibes. Yeah, it's the just vibes. the vibes. She yeah. said I'm like an Irish grandmother, like an Irish woman from ni- the 1990s. But yeah. that's, that's, that's probably as liberal as India is right now, so it makes sense. Oh, yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Like oh, a, you nailed that. We yeah. went to a Rouge's show at Soho, which is amazing, by I the way. Your your reputation has preceded you like my boobs have. It's so good. But it's like... I wish my boobs preceded me. All of the scandals in it are very circa Ireland 1990s. Oh my God, that's great for us. I love that for us. Am I allowed to say you talk about divorce? Yes, yes, yes. Great. And that is like... I mean, still, that was still so Ireland in the 90s. We talked about that so much. And it was only legalized in Ireland in 1996. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. divorce in the 90s, only not being a, no, being a homo was legalized in Ireland in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, it's still not so, in India. Yeah. Like so there it's was, legal. Oh. So it's basically it's legal, but you can't get married. We, oh, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, no. 2015 was when we eventually could get married. Yeah. It was only that like it was a it was a crime, a crime against the oh state. Yeah. Actually, I know a funny fact about this. I don't know if I've ever dropped this on a podcast before or if it's historically accurate, but I'm bringing it out now. Let's hear which it! Was that at the time of like Oscar Wilde's trial, who was like a famous gay writer in Ireland, the head of police wanted the public to know that this wasn't like a widespread spread problem. So he announced that there was 11 known homosexuals in Ireland. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Which I love so much. 11. The idea of, a, of a guard being like, now I want you to know this isn't like catching. There are 11 of them. <laughs> 11. And I know where they all live. Oh my God, that's so I don't know funny. what accent that was. I loved I'm it. So sorry. I liked it. I, don't, don't, I like how you apologized to me like it was more like mine than yours. And it's like, hey now, hey now. Well, you're yeah. from the other side of Dublin, right? I am from the other side of Dublin. Yeah. I am indeed. We're from opposite sides of the tracks. Do you respect each other as sides? We or? respect each other, but I will say that... But I don't respect Catherine. Yeah. As a person. Yeah. No, no. It's like... Culturally, yes. Personally, no. No, that's important to say. Brown Thank you for saying I was the most Irish-looking Irish woman you've ever met. That was such a what nice thing fu- to say. No, you can have the other two, but you can get to fuck with that. That's what. Look at this burden. Look at it. Where am I from? You know where I'm from. Come on. Come on. Do you have redheads in India? Um, oh, good question. No, no, we don't. We don't. None. Everyone has black hair. 
my gosh. Even the eyes, like there's a, when you have a variation, like if it's green, we're just like, what? You have green eyes? Magical. fascinating. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I would um, say yeah, that... My, my wife is mixed race Asian. Her family are from Sri Lanka. Oh. And uh, she, <laughs> I literally brought this up to say she's the most beautiful brown eyes I've ever seen in my Aww. life. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? That's so Did you just bring yeah, up your guys, wife to talk yeah. about how dreamy her she's eyes are? She's dreamy. She is actually an unbelievably beautiful woman, but that is a crazy outrageous brag, Brona. It's quite nice because actually we've been together 14 years and this is the first time in ages I've said anything nice about her. Aww. Oh, that's and I've, done it, and I've done it into a microphone. Not to her face. Yeah. <laughs> or like where she might hear. Yeah. Good for you. Also I like literally out of nowhere just because you were talking about eyes and I was like, I know an Asian woman with beautiful eyes. That's Wait so a minute. Sweet. I'm married to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what a revelation what a sweet realization oh, I love that like if someone has green eyes you're like wow sit down open them up tell yeah. me about yourself they're that's like, so she's nice she's so beautiful she has green eyes oh, it wow. is and you and your blue eyes you have beautiful eyes well I, so it's much. an interesting thing in um in Ireland, like as in when I came to the UK, people would call me ginger, which I'd never been called in Ireland. Really? No, that's not really a word that was used w- no, in my yeah. school. Were you called redzer or anything like that? Yeah, and like Fanta and all that jazz. Like I got <laughs> a little bit bullied, sure. <laughs> sure, but, sure, sure. But the level, level of, the, but it is low level. Yeah. Because there's so many redheads in Ireland, it just can't be the thing people bully about. Whereas um. in this country, people are way crueler to redheads. Oh. But why are they cruel to redheads? Um, It sort it's of seems really like question. a bit of a defect, I think. It's a you what? Yeah, I think people see it as like well, like they're kids. If you, if you're anything different, they're like that's a. But I think redheads are seen as kind of cringe. Here. Am I right in thinking yeah. there's like one in one thousand people in the world have red hair? It's some. It's like four percent of the world's population, but most of them are in Scotland and Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't see a redhead here for a little while, but then I get on the Aer Lingus flight to Dublin, and it's like we're yeah. the majority. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. You should come to India. Yeah, have you ever been to they India? Really appre- they no. would like they would have really the appreciate red hair is gorgeous. They would really appreciate. Plus, they're all very big fans of the podcast. Yeah, that's yeah. kind. Just that now that you're the a whole <laughs> population of India, <laughs> one billion of us. <laughs> wow, I wish they'd follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to India. <laughs> Can you hear me, India? That would be sick. I will say this: um, the only places I've been in Asia, um, namely Philippines, there. There was not an enthusiasm for the red hair as really? much as like a concern for my health. Oh, that's so sweet. People were like, they tried to give you like vitamin D. I think they were a bit like, is it a skin <laughs> disease? Oh. Um, was the reaction I got mainly, okay. which was a okay. shame. But I also get that, like get that from Greek people. Sometimes they'll be like, are you okay? Is everything all right? <laughs> Have you had that scene too? Um, the hair? Freckles. Mainly it's the freckles. Okay. They'll be like, are, is everything all right? But you're so That's good looking. Amazing. You're nice. Yeah. She is a brilliant co-host. I like, know, right? <laughs> oh my God. What are you bringing to this podcast? Helen does not sit here and tell us how hot we are. That no. is not something Helen does. No, I brought up the bullying because it wasn't happening, which usually it would have been. <laughs> Truly. You miss Truly. her. <laughs> I do miss her, but I hope she has a nice time in Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> Don't know what um, accent that was either. I, I should stop trying to I do Voices. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, Irish. Yeah. It's okay, Amiel. You can do them. <laughs> no, stop. They're allowing us. Stop it. Did I mention I have a brown wife? <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. You, you you mentioned it already. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, here's my question. How's Please, the week you mean? What are you up to? Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for asking. Um, well, it's Friday. 
love a Friday. Friday it is vibes. Friday in the studio. In the studio, yeah. It might not go out on a Friday, Thursday right? Have I listening. shattered the illusion of no, podcast? No, I think they know we, it's not live. <laughs> we would change some of it if, <laughs> we um, do. if it were. <laughs> we do a cute thing in my house um, on uh, Friday. I have a four-year-old. She just recently turned four. That's Shout out sweet. to my four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to India. Um, but we do this cute thing on a Friday that I started, obviously, which is that I, I when I come, if I come if home, she was from taking work, that level of initiative. She's like, Mom, we need a Friday, Friday tradition. tradition. <laughs> so when I come home from work, when I come in the front door, or if I'm like writing from home and I come down from my office, yeah. I blast Rebecca Black's Friday. I don't know if you remember this yes. hit hit yeah. song. Remember so it? It's still a big part of my life. <laughs> the top of the volume and then I come down the stairs dancing and then my wife and child have to drop whatever they're doing and just join me on the rug and then we all like style it out to Friday rainy. that's hilarious it's and adorable really quite funny my wife loses enthusiasm for it about five to ten seconds into the yeah. into the thing as yeah. my four year old and I gain enthusiasm for it <laughs> and start like flinging each other around the room and knocking things down um, so I love, I'm your wife I would I be tidying yeah so I'd be like oh yeah let's keep it on the rug yeah <laughs> I, I do the tidying. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, God, she's not being that into a it. wife is stressful. Oh, <laughs> woman's work is never done. Never. Right, ladies. <laughs> you have to clean up after yourself when you have a, de- a dance party you've organized. It's so weird. Um, that's adorable. Um, but yeah, sorry, that's my Friday plan. Otherwise, we're into it now, aren't we? 2024, it's happening. It's happening it really, all around it us. It really is happening. So I'm slutting around, writing some TV shows, acting <laughs> in some TV shows, slutting around, being slutting a slut. Around. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met less of my a work slot. schedule. <laughs> oh my god! That's sorry to say, such an offensive thing no, to sorry. say. To you're me. just not that slutty a slut. Oh, sorry. Well, can I be a flirty but have boundaries slut? Oh, you're an outrageously flirtatious okay. married oh woman. <laughs> <laughs> an inappropriately flirtatious married woman. And I'm, I think I'm the sluttiest too. Hey! Oh my god! Well, that's Woo! actually true. Because we've just been on three dates. So Woo! during this podcast, no, no, no ever. <laughs> She's not some sort of whore. She's a slut. It's different. <laughs> It's during this podcast. <laughs> I would be so sorry. Impressed. I have to attend to the men. <laughs> be right back, Catherine. We're trying to Do you guys mind her. if we like pause while just some hinge men just walk through so that I can swipe <laughs> them can in go, real life? No, no, yes, no. <laughs> How were your three days? Uh, this is like five years ago. They were they were all bad. Okay, they were all bad. Okay, dates. I'm very sorry to hear that. Yeah, we're you know trying to men. convince Aruj to date women despite her being straight. Okay, sure. I'm looking. Well, you're straight. It. I'm so sorry. Are you I okay? I know. Oh. It's not, it's not, I know. We had this reaction yeah. twice. They have support groups for women like you now. <laughs> Where do I join them? I think they're called like IKEA. Yeah, yeah. it's where hey, you go that's to a see. Where you go to see? It's where you go to see heterosexual relationships break down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. quite quickly yeah and they break down often. over over tea lights <laughs> it's all like literally over them and then that's also the topic that has it's, caused the yeah, breakup it's, God, it's, tough. <laughs> it's tough to watch um there has to be i keep trying to think of a good thing about dating men i see i'm um, like old school bisexual in the sense that that's what we called it before i would now describe myself as pansexual yeah um, but i would say that i fi- i like i do respect and believe that there is such a thing as straight people but i do find it hard to believe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, what I'm saying is it's a spectrum. Yeah. And it's just better. Yeah. It's just less plausible just, at just, one end. Yeah, <laughs> it's just better at one end and harder yeah. at the other. I agree. I feel like a lot of sexuality is learned and then it's, mm-hmm. like, encouraged. And yes. so, because I'm in 1990s Ireland, yes. yeah. I yes. am a straight woman. Yeah, and but, early 90s yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so, but if and I there was, was only 11 known homosexuals in Ireland at that time. Yeah. So. In Mumbai also. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow, those oh, stats are crazy. <laughs> I hope they find each other. Oh my god, in Mumbai it's going to be tricky, but I hope they do. Come Is on, that where guys. you from? Are you from Mumbai? Yes, I'm from Mumbai. Okay, and awesome. then so like I just I shout out to Mumbai. <laughs> shout out to the four-year-olds in Mumbai. <laughs> Why did I think that you were from like countryside? Uh, I think it's my vibe. It is. Okay. Your vibe. I don't. Yeah. I maybe I don't seem like a city girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. You yeah. seem too sweet to be a city girl. Yeah. And I am. Feel like yeah. you could drive a tractor yeah. if you needed to. I really do. If you need it to. I actually go to my village often. So and my village is like it's a village. So I'm okay. Maybe this is where I got the idea that you're not from. City, is that what? City. So did you grow up in the village? Uh, no, I actually grew up. Well, I didn't grow grow up in Mumbai. I grew mm-hmm. up on the outskirts of Mumbai, on the suburbs. Yeah. And okay. then I moved to Mumbai as an adult. But yeah. uh, my village is eight hours from Mumbai, and I visit it very often. And I'm in touch with the land wow. and my people. Wait, your village is eight hours from Mumbai, but you you're from Mumbai. I mean, India's a big place. Yeah, I mean, if you travel eight hours from Dublin, you're in the UK. Yeah, you're you're in (laughs) Liverpool. (laughs) Like, wow, we're we're from a tiny. (laughs) If you drive eight hours from Dublin in any direction, you're in the sea. Yeah, you're in the sea, girl. You're at least. You might have even hit Europe. Like, it depends on which way you're going. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been to Ireland? No, I haven't. Podcast trip to Mumbai oh and Ireland. Yes, that would oh be so sweet. We should <laughs> swap. You should really go. You'd fit in culturally very okay, well. I it would be it. too much bread for you. Oh, though. I'm actually oh, seeing now. I'm taking myself bread. out of the situation, and I'm seeing a comedy feature special where you two swap and go to each other's villages. Do Catherine you? is from the wrong side of Dublin. Just a warning. <laughs> Dare you? <laughs> Why is it the wrong okay, side? So I'm funny because actually I'm from the north side, which is considered the wrong I'm side. I'm from the north side. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Are you guys from the same side? We're from the same side. I was like, literally about to be like, fuck you, you posh whore. Oh my God, then I really would have been an it's insult. Funny, I thought yeah. it was funny because you were from the south side and I was saying it was the wrong side. That would have been the wrong that side. That would have been a good joke, but okay, it's not true. I genuinely started to sweat as you said the wrong side. I was like, where the fuck? How am I going to get around this? Okay. <laughs> I Where are you from again? I'm from Poncilla. Oh, yeah. I'm from Glasnevin. Thank God. <laughs> Sorry, so we're both from the north side. Sorry, yeah. you just saw us we're, work out. This is hilarious. That could have been real ugly. But it instead, was, it was okay, quite funny. The aghast look on my face was that Brona, I thought, was from the posh side of Dublin, which is side oh. side. And I was like, the ner- the sheer nerve of coming on this podcast and saying it's the wrong coming side. Coming to my home. When you're the, from the posh well-to-do to area. Home. How is it always that the south side of every country it's is really posh? Yeah. Something and to do with where the sun rises? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Interesting. Where you get your notions from. <laughs> that is outrageous. If you see the sun just a few seconds before the other side of the city, that's where you get notions. Yeah. By the way, Irish, it's a very Irish phrase to say you have notions. It's oh, basically yeah. like thinking you're above your station is having notions. But oh. notions is like, can be anything as simple as like having a nice towel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So your towel in the bathroom? Yeah. Some, notions? Yeah, it's genuinely. It's wow. like, okay. it's like thinking you need a second coat within a decade. Oh, <laughs> notions. notions. Do you know what I mean? Oh my it's God. cleaning your shoes. Think, notions. Thinking yeah. you're too good to text me back. Oh my God, absolute <laughs> notions. 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 And that felt So shout out to those okay? three men from five years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Three days. That's right, water buffalo guy. That's, that was a water buffalo Wait, guy. We, d- we discussed him earlier. Yeah. Okay, fine. But what you need to know is that in India people don't want to eat um, beef so they uh, instead have fake beef which it turns out is not a vegetarian option but rather water buffalo yep 
interesting. Which, like in Ireland, when we ran out of cows, so we so Tesco like sold some horse meat. Wow! Yeah. And called it cow burgers. Don't think about it too much. <laughs> it's totally the same, except for the deception. Everything's fine. There's so much similarity. I love that water buffalo is like the vegetarian option. Yep, <laughs> it is genuinely that amazing. I mean, it's mostly water. <laughs> Come on. 90%. 90%. 90%. Um, Andrew, do we have a problem? Oh. Uh, Many. Okay, great. Well, well, before we get to that, the reason I have to ask if he has one lined up is because we speak very quickly. So when I come around to it, he has to be ready. Okay, gotcha, Um, gotcha, gotcha. I'm with you. I'm here. I'm ready. Brona, please. As you know on this podcast, um, we answer listener problems. Yes, we do. Um, And sometimes you solve them and sometimes you don't. And that's your problem. Oh my God, somebody (laughs) knows the song and I love it so much. (gasps) Here's my question. Please, you Um, must. What kind of advice giver would you say you are? I think we both know the answer to this. I know the answer, but what? tell a root. I'm very fucking good. Oh. Yeah. So you are genuine and... Yeah, I mean, like, obviously there'll be jokes, you know, sprinkled in there, but just as a little sprinkle. But ultimately, I'm a very wise and centered person. Oh, wow. Who always knows exactly what everybody else should do at all times. That sounds... Which people love to hear from me. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds centered. Yeah. (laughs) Centered and grounded. The thing is, I actually do think you're incredibly good at giving advice, mainly because, um, unlike a lot of Irish people, you've done quite a lot of therapy and work. So oh my gosh. it comes you must, from experience. You simply must work on yourselves. Yes. It comes from experience. I when you're from like. the wrong side of the track. The wrong, but the right side. But the right side. The right side. Yeah, um, would you say? Te- would you say you're good at giving advice? Last time you were great. I think you would be. I was being very honest. But, but you were nice. But I would like to fuck around this time. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Watch out. That's quite good, actually. Let's occupy I'm, new roles. I'm, the, I'm filling in for Helen. <laughs> yes, Ruth. So I'm a, I'm a bad bitch now. Oh You're just going to shout at them to get down a well. <laughs> I can't wait does. to see what you come up with when you fuck around. Thank Have you. you thought about loving your cat so hard it has a nice day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see. Is that your impression of a rouge trying to be like mean? It is. It is. Oh, your cat is very beautiful. She knows. Oh, the yeah. boy gets one. Congratulations. It What's was that cat called? Sarah. What are you calling that cat, huh? Sarah. Oh. How old is your cat? I think she's two years old. Oh, she's wonderful. I don't like cats. No. <laughs> is it an Irish thing? It's. I think it might be an Irish thing. I don't uh, like them either. That's I'm semi-teasing you because that is no, a very beautiful cat. But no, but I said the same thing. She yeah. does, you're, you're, well, I get it because I'm a puppy. Like, I'm oh. a dog. And I like run towards people in life like a puppy and leap on them and hump them and lick yeah. them and, yeah. and, and I'm not speaking my But why are dog no. people always not cat people? Well, but cat right. people are dog and cat people. You're right. It's because this world forces artificial binaries onto us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> when nothing is a binary. I actually think it's a spectrum. There's turtles I think and it is ducks too. and cats. And, and it's better at one Love end of the dog. spectrum with a dog though. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what I think it is? I think it's that if you like dogs, what you want out of an animal interaction yeah. is love. You're yeah. a needy person. And yeah. cats are like, fuck you, man, I'll get yeah. to it. Cats are very loving. but Some you of them can be, but some of them dressed. are dicks. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. You have to really What's your cat it. like? She's lovely. See, she, I don't like earning people's love and approval. Mm. I like sort of unconditional adoration. You're like, yeah. just, just give it to you know me. me. Yeah. So Immediately. <laughs> sort of like unconditional, immediate adoration. I mean, yeah. Is that too much to ask? Is that so much to ask? <laughs> you know, very few cats are dicks though. Honestly, I feel like they have, they've gotten a bad rap, but I understand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, how, how many cats have you guys interacted with? Mm, I don't. Seven I don't to nine thousand. think I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you had counted the cats you'd met. I've kept a lager rouge and so I know. Yeah. Imagine no, if I'm someone was 
the cats we've met. <laughs> Shout out to the cats I've loved and hated. I'm completely open to the possibility that I am... Um, Cat prejudice. I think it's ignorance. I think yeah. I have an interaction. Okay. Thank you for coming here I think, and teaching us. I think, because every day is a learning day. And I appreciate this. It's just you you know, you haven't been you haven't met enough cats. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, yeah. But the cats I have met mm-hmm. have, <laughs> may I say have been a little standoffish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have been they're either standoffish or yeah. they're like way in your face. Mm. They're like they, so they're like, like queer like, women. Well, <laughs> but dogs don't get on the table. You know what I mean? Cats are like, let me get on the table to say hello. Yeah. It's yeah. like, what? there's no middle ground. I don't want you on my table. Can mm. we not just be like, hey? Mm. Oh, okay. They're either like, fuck you, or they're like, I'm mm. on the table. I, I, if you're eating it, I'm eating it. I, it's a bit, they're too, they're honestly a little too agile. For interesting. Okay, that's interesting. So I don't. Yeah. I like dogs who can't get on the table, um, who are not who, stationary but who in are any desperately way. Desperately in need of me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I feel like the thing with cancers is that you have to understand that they, they are the ones that they have power. They are the owners. You are simply. Yeah. That's what you I are don't blessed like about to them. be in their presence. Mm. Yeah, you're speaking to. That's two how tops. I think the cat <laughs> should feel. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're two femme tops and we're like, oh. Uh, no, we are the owners, thank you. I mean, I'm averse, thank you, but okay, I will. No uh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's fine. <laughs> but okay, if you say so. Top in the bedroom, but averse in the kitchen? No, that's not a no, thing. Let's move not, on. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> you don't even mean it. You don't even mean it. I have seen, so once I went to Brona's house, I hope this isn't too private. Oh, wow. But I went. Here we go. And Brona had left the most organized. So she had left the HelloFresh instructions beside the um, chopping board where she had already done steps one through four and had marked clearly where your (laughs) wife should pick up step five. And that is the kind of communication you can expect in a relationship with a woman. Cooperation, communication. It was incredible. Swapping positions, even though Catherine doesn't believe me. It was the single most organized thing I have ever seen, but that's a top move. That's, that's so like funny. I have done the following things. Just finish it correctly. I don't have no this memory of that. I'm yeah, really glad was that you know. Honestly, one of the most that. impressive things I've ever seen. I feel like that must have turned you on, though, as oh, somebody with like obviously. organizational <laughs> kinks. <laughs> obviously, I, why do you think I've held on to it? I've I've revisited it alone <laughs> several times. Tell yeah. your girlfriend I said hey. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh my god, no, because then I have to tell you what she said, which is something akin to you're meeting Brody today. Do you want me to come in? <laughs> I was like, no, thank you. Um, you got a problem for us, please. Yeah. Yes, this is from V. Hi, Hi V. Uh, v says, "Hi guys, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. Absolutely love it. Thank you so much, V. That means a lot to me. <laughs> I appreciate that." <laughs> v says, "I am 18 and use uh, they/them pronouns. Uh, I'm currently on a gap year and have a place at university for September to study screenwriting." Oh, well done, V. Mm. Wow. My parents are eager for me to get a job during the gap year. Uh, and I am also. Uh, I've had several trial shifts and interviews, but none resulting in a job, which has really knocked my confidence. Mm. I think this is largely because I tend to struggle in social situations, something which has been a constant throughout my life. I find it really difficult to talk to new people, and this makes it really hard sometimes. Yeah. It's had a massive impact on my self-esteem, and my anxiety has hugely increased, to the point where I rarely leave my room, often don't reply to texts and generally just try to isolate myself as much as possible. I have tried to talk to my parents multiple times about my mental health, but they are continually dismissive and have always expressed very negative views about people with mental health problems. Mm. 
Any advice you can give on how to navigate job interviews when struggling with anxiety would be much appreciated, as well as anything on coping with being in a household where I don't feel I can speak openly without judgment. Thank you so much, V. Oh, thank you, V. Whoa. I'm so glad V wrote to us on my podcast, Trusty Hogs. Me too. And I'm so thrilled to be here on your podcast, Trusty Hogs. <laughs> and you're welcome. <laughs> and it's so nice to meet Aruja's favourite podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for saying that. That was very sweet. I did say you were my favourite Irish podcast. <laughs> I will tell you. I'm so sorry. I'm a traitor. But I feel like this is V's moment. It yes. is. And I can, I'm going to let you guys start, but I do just want to acknowledge that up top, you do not need to worry about being articulate and being able to express yourself because what an incredibly well-written email. I feel like I completely got a handle on the situation and your communication is excellent. So good good job, V. Thoughts? Yeah, um, V, I'm speaking to you right now. (laughs) Um, I'm so glad V wrote to us because that sounds really tough. Like, Mm. that's the first thing to start with. That sounds painful and tough and isolating and a bit scary. Um, And being able to articulate yourself like that and being able to ask for help and being able, being emotionally mature enough to identify what your challenges are and then ask for help in the world is incredible. So I actually think V is already, like, a very amazing person. Ten steps ahead of most 18-year-olds. Yeah, and, like, I'm two or three years older than 18, but it is tough. No. It is, I know, shocking. It is, it's tough to be 18 and, you know, it... First of all, I would say you are doing amazing, so much better than you think you are. So you have to give yourself credit for that. Second of all, I would say if you're if you're 18, then your parents are probably Gen X, unless they're a bit older and they're boomers. And they just do not have the language and the capacity that you probably have for expressing yourself emotionally. I think it might be worth... Uh, trying to speak to them in a way that you haven't spoken to them before. So if you've tried to talk about it and they've shut you down, what about writing them an email? Because you express yourself so amazingly over over written text. That might be a way of doing it. Second of all, take your self-esteem out, if you can, of the situation of applying for jobs. Just think of it as a numbers game. If you knock on enough doors, one of them is going to open. But it is not about you. If, 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 a play, if a job gets like 400 applications, they're never going to find the one best. They're just going to be like, ah, overwhelming, ah, that one. And so yeah. you getting rejected for jobs is not, it's not about you. It's just about the job market. And you just have to play the numbers game of trying and trying and That's trying. That's good advice. You will find your try. There are people out there in the next few years of your life that you're going to fall in love with in a friendship way, in like any other way. And you're just at the moment, like now you're in your bedroom and you're 18. But there are your tribe is out there. So my advice would be try and talk to your parents again. Keep trying to get a job because that is worth having that independence. But just make sure that you don't think that getting rejected for a job has anything to do with your worth as a person because it does not. Try fuck around after that. Wow. <laughs> Shit, I haven't made a joke in ages. Try fuck that around after that. So good. <laughs> oh my God, that was such great advice. Yeah. What you got? I, I mean, honestly. Steal a cat? <laughs> <laughs> Her face says yes. I was just, Your I face like says yes. Yeah, steal a cat. The cat thing a lot. No, you're right. I'm sorry. No, no, Sarah's no, done right. nothing wrong. I was just I was just trying to scare you. Um, <laughs> I See, I fucked it out. Uh, it works <laughs> You thought I'd fuck around with me, but I fucked around with you. you wow, she's good. Wow, she's good. scary when she fucks around. I know. It's a whole new year. Go on. Wow. I mean, your advice was so solid. And it really just, I think you covered everything. I guess the only thing I would say 
is dress better. <laughs> What? Seriously, you look stupid. They did wow. a, that's brilliant. They didn't mention anything about wardrobe or <laughs> yeah, dressing in any way. I love that your advice is dress better. <laughs> Just dress better. And that I is think some... dress sexy, you feel confident if you dress sexy oh, when you want to talk to your parents, be sexy when you're talking to them, be sexy when you go wow. for the job interviews. Okay. Wow. It's taken a turn. When you try to be <laughs> It has taken a pretty Helen turn though. You want your parents to worry about you? Dress sexier, then they'll send you to therapy. Think, hey V, I don't think you're being sexy enough for your parents. Maybe they would listen to you if you were sexy. Sexier. Very interesting <laughs> advice. That's my advice. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have maybe one other thing to add, which is that the virtue of being 18 is that you can go to the GP by yourself, which means oh, that you good. can um, good advocate advice. for yourself without their permission. So while I think it's important and to ideally have your parents on site, and mm-hmm. I do think keep articulating your needs to them, you also are well within your rights to ask for help from your GP in relation to your mental health. And you should do that because... Annoyingly, the lists take ages and actually best to just be on them. If you feel better, mm. great. Therapy is still helpful. If you feel worse, well, you've put yourself in a position where you can get help. So I think do that in the meantime. But oh my gosh, it's so true. The numbers game is so tough. Yep. And also, like it's probable if you'd gotten a job where they didn't click with you or didn't get your vibe, it would have been a horrible experience. That's also a really good point. Which I know is really hard to think of now. Mm. But... Yikes, I could have done without one or two jobs I've gotten where it's like, come on, you know, surely you know I shouldn't be. Yeah. So I think, um, stick it out. I would say if there's anything you can work on where you are working, like, in a context where you are writing, like yeah. written word. Damn, yeah. I know this. Uh, I feel bad because I don't say this every week, but damn, that is such a well-articulated email. Yeah. Is there anything you can write? For you? It's so good. I, 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 I'm like, you could write a website very well. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think... I think get to the GP yourself. You don't, you're a grown up. You don't need permission, V. You got yeah. this. And also I agree. Oh God, I don't think I'd met my tribe at all till I was 20, maybe 22, 23. Wow, 20 years ago. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> yes. I joke, yeah. I jest. I mean, the reason it's funny is because of her young looking face. It's also, so I'm bad at mutts. I'm so really You're real bad at mutts. I'm real bad at mutts. Let me say that. <laughs> terrible at mutts. I did not mean to come here to your house and insult you and gaslight you. And yet yes, I did. Yes, you did. Yes, please, you must. Where can people find you? Oh my goodness, thank you so much. Currently on this chair in your podcast studio. (laughs) Um, On the internets, I am at Brona C. Titley on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I called it Twitter. Sorry for dead naming you, X. Um, and uh, and I would love if you would follow me there. I'm yeah. still clinging on to the dying days of Twitter. I because it's I where I post my little jokes and I like my little jokes. Yeah. Um, and then I mean I have a few things coming out this year. I'm acting in the second series of Avoidance on BBC Two or BBC, which is Ramesh Ranganathan's cool. sitcom. Um, I'm in the third series of The Outlaws. Blink and you miss me, but until that show comes out, I'm going to pretend like it's a bigger part. I will not blink. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be dry eyed um, watching that shit and then there's a few shows coming up that I'll be writing in February and March I'll be writing on Anton Deck's Saturday Night Takeaway on ITV on a Saturday night at seven o'clock so please watch that but mostly just follow me on Instagram and tell me how brilliant I am yes if you're not too busy reporting or for being too goddamn too sexy. sexy and too young
young. I'm too young. Um, Arud, where can people find you, please, my love? You can find me on Instagram at Arujashfak. I'm not on Twitter because um, a lot of comedians tweet and then go to jail in India. So oh. I left that platform. I don't want that for you. Yes. Oh, no, my God. No. Yes. So I'm now exclusively on Instagram. Please find me there where it's much safer to exist. And I'm going on tour in the UK. <gasps> Huge of please. truth. Huge of truth. <laughs> making up tours tell huge us tell us everything huge if you're not actually just hanging out with your cat that day <laughs> I'm so pleased everybody can see you yes probably where can they see you sorry I'm just putting up the list uh, no, you, pull up your list that's fine take your time it's definitely real and I believe you it's from 23rd Jan to 7th Feb I'm going to Edinburgh Glasgow Leicester Coventry Manchester Bristol Milton Keynes Birmingham and Leeds oh this is brilliant gonna amazing. I'm going to take my time. wife with her amazing eyes to see your show oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should meet Aren't there extra dates in um, Soho? Okay. Yes, there are. We've added uh, two extra dates, 29th January and 3rd February. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. I have plans. Oh. Hey! Huge <laughs> <That's laughs> true. I'm so sorry. Truth. I am very busy and popular, but I'll find a way. Okay. Just if you can <laughs> wrap up your, your podcast. Early. <laughs> you know, I know you're busy with this podcast. But just, uh, yeah, if you can squeeze her in between all of your broadcasting, okay. that'd be amazing. I will. No, that's um, so great. I'm so pleased you're doing a UK tour. That's amazing. Strong recommend from the hogs, obviously. Obviously, hog, what, like, hog, you have hog. our full endorsement. And five hogs. All five hogs. Five all hogs. five hogs. Hey, any hey. last shout outs before we go? Oh my goodness. Shout out to India. <laughs> One more from Mumbai? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Folks, Wait, but, oh, oh, before you wrap up, can I just say thank you so much for having me. I've had an amazing time. I just think you're the oh, best pleasure. podcasters. And I really missed Helen Barrett, but I feel like we all shared something special I think today. we did well without With her. With and Andrew and this beautiful studio and um i just want to give thanks for that oh my god is this gonna get religious no but sexy yeah <laughs> fine with that also so thrilled you're from north dublin we figured that out we Thank sidestepped goodness. that landmine yes we did <laughs> everyone give it up please for brona c titley yay helen huge news uh is the executive lounge feeling a little fuller to you today is it probably because we've got another exec producer Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to Simon Moore, Guy Goodman, Mary Fox, Annie Tonner, Sarah Deacon, Oliver Jago, Anthony Conway, Matthew Thomas, Madeline Quinn, and our new arrival, Grace O'Reilly. Is that Irish? That's got to be. Surely. Religious first name, I don't know. Hello. Don't mind if we do. Hey, um, thanks so much for joining us, guys, and thank you for all your support. We genuinely couldn't do it without you. How do you say uh, thank you again? In- Gurf Mahogath. Gurf Mahogath. Gurf Mahogath. Gurf Mahogath. Nope. Got further away. But that, thank you. Thank you. And then also to our producers in the Producer Lounge. We got Richard Bicknell, L, Richard Bold, Sadie Cashmore, Zoe, Rachel Page, Helen A, Abby Wharf, Luke Bright, Kate. Oh my God, do I need glasses? No, we can't do this now. Um, <laughs> Dean Mitchell, Anthony, Sophie Chivers, Carrie Sooth, Carrie Soothy, Sooth, <laughs> Victoria Hutchinson. Please, everyone, please, 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 let me let me try. Becky Fox, Tim and Dom, Raya Fink, Cordelia, Amy O'Reardon, Matt Sims, Tristan, Taz, Stephanie Catratia, Charlie A, K, C, Anthony. 
Tass, who just sent us all a gift. Wait, are there what? two Anthonys? Oh, Anthony, you, you get Anthony. two shout outs. Congrats. Hayley Wharf, Claire Owen Jones, Harold Van Dyke, which always makes me smile. David Walker, Jess and Nick, Rachel R, Neil Redman, Sarah and Morley, Tina, Lindsay, Graham Marsh, Leah Overend. Overend. There's a joke in that. I'll think about it. Liz <laughs> Fort, like over and yeah, like, it, yeah. I got it, yeah, yeah. Something with like an ass, maybe. Or a boat. We'll, uh, we'll work it. I'm sure she's never heard it before and definitely gives us her money so that we'll mock her like she was Leah, in school. let us know if you've got a good one for us. <laughs> Chloe, Emily G and Gozza. Shut the fuck Who? up. Gozza, is that like short for Godzilla? No. <laughs> well, that can't be. No, he's I just got a film out. He's busy. He's not listening to podcasts. But maybe he's, he's flushed and he wants to spend it on his favourite podcast. Gozza. Okay, is Gozza, are we thinking like a really fun non-binary person or a lad from Essex who's got a nickname from school that they've never got rid of and, and madly into themselves us. as Gozza? Oh yeah, you're right. I'm Gozza. Oh my God, Don't ask nice. why. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so fun. Thank you all so much for supporting the, pod- the podcast. We really couldn't do it without you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're thinking of ways to spend your money that might help people in the arts, then please support our podcast on Patreon. And also, you can give very little. You can give three quid a month. You can give five quid a month but you get access to the 116 extra episodes that are on there there's a whole back catalogue why not there get in there so many extras we'd love to have you we'd love to have you sexually <laughs> spring is that you warmer temps mean new Allbird styles meet the super light collection the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors they've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet the lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.